a Pulp MX Network production. Welcome to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show presented by Maxis Tires and Alpine Stars Protects on RacerXOnline.com. With your continued support of our sponsors, we have surpassed 1,000 podcasts delivered with over 7 million downloads. Click that Amazon banner on Pulp MX to help us out and donate via Patreon if it suits you. And as always, enrich your moto lifestyle by working with the sponsors who support us. The original Moto Podcast, featuring legends of the past, stars of today, season previews and race reviews, introspection, opinion, facts, and laughs. Here's your host, Steve Mathis. Welcome, everybody, to the Fly Racing Racer X podcast presented by Maxis and the folks at Alpine Stars. Thank you for listening. This is another sound check episode it's been a while but uh we are doing another one and thank you everybody for listening 2019 fly racing gear out now go to your dealer and uh go see it go to the website go order it up and uh new revised f2 helmet uh fr5 boot which is like a mid-level boot uh additions and and things done to the gear that make it look uh much better and uh, much better fitting for 2019, and uh, big things in store for the folks at Fly Racing, and of course, Maxxis Tires. The MXST Tires out now. It's developed by McGrath, so you know it's good. And the Alpine Star folks, the Tech 10 boot, the Tech 7, the A4 chest protector, the A1 chest protector, all things that Alpine Stars makes to try to protect you. Alpine Stars protects. All right, as I mentioned, it's another sound check episode. This one with a past 250 Supercross champion. He's the star racing team manager. Will Hahn. What's up, Wilbur? How are you? Oh, not too bad. Just uh just kinda enjoying my Sunday here at home. We yeah, and, and without without the media bothering you, unfortunately. Yeah, just there's never never a day without one of you guys just really harassing me. <laughs> uh we've been trying to do this for a while, by the way. I'm glad we're getting it done. No, Thank you. Yes. I know. It's everyone on my Twitter like, Hey, when's this thing happening? Because it was like uh, four months ago or something. It was, whole, it, yeah, was like, it was a while ago. Hold up here. Yeah. Well, but, for yeah. people who want to know, like a real job, like Will's got, is you're really busy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I know like, to coordinate. Like, I mean, it's not like you don't have anything going on. So to coordinate, like, hey, when you're free, it's like sometimes I'm not, vice versa, and it's yeah, not the easiest thing to coordinate. No, uh, how's things going? You're how are you enjoying the star racing? Look. Plessinger got a title. He looks good for this outdoor title. Uh, Justin Cooper's fantastic. Ferrandez is fast. Uh, Colt Nichols, when he's been on the track, has gotten some podiums. Uh, how are you enjoying the life uh, as a manager? Uh, it's it's uh, it's been great. I mean, I, I do think I did discount the schedule a little bit more than I anticipated. You know, mm-hmm. and that probably comes from me never doing a full season as a professional, right? right, uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, unfortunately, but yeah, no, I think that uh, I discount that a little bit. But there's no. Yeah, there's nothing that I'm not really, you know, there's nothing that can really come home and be like, man, I don't like this or anything like that. I'm, I'm still really enjoying it, and I think it helps that, you know, the whole kind of group I work with, from the riders to staff, is, mm-hmm. um, you know, pretty pretty good people and pretty damn easy to be around. And yep, uh, I think that's making it um, easy to do it day in and day out. You know. Okay, so you've been doing these 125 races. You got a win. You got some podiums. 
Are you enjoying that process? Like, or, or, or you know, a lot of times when guys like you, uh, ex-pros, ex-fast guys, come out to do Loretta's or come out to do races, uh, even RV or whatever, they're like, oh, it's a lot of work. I forgot it. forgot how tough it was, uh, blah, blah, blah. Um, are you enjoying these things? I mean, the, the 125 is an absolute blast in itself. Like, the process of us kind of working on that thing, and the goal of that was to get it better for, for our amateur time master pool. And mm-hmm. so it kind of just started out as, like, we were just testing it, and then, you know, one thing leads to another, we're racing it a little bit here and there, too. But, I mean, I enjoy it. But at the same time, the day's already kind of hectic enough. Yeah, and for sure. Kinda, yep. It makes it makes the day for me like I don't feel like I ever have a break, you know, yeah. and, and never even sit down. So right. uh it makes it a little bit chaotic, but like I yeah. said, the one twenty five racing's been great. I wish I had to beat R V just so he'd shut up. Oh dude, um, he's just, he is he's unbelievable. He gets one win and it is on now. You know Oh, it's back. It's like it's <laughs> like he just he's just cashing another million dollar champ check. Yeah. He's, you know, oh. signing autographs everywhere. Oh, and he's the greatest. The fans love him. Everybody's here to see me. Look at these fans, like, on and on. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, I heard all about it at Loretta's. What's that, at Loretta's? Oh, yeah, he was mocking. Yeah, I heard yeah. all about it. Right, jeez, yeah. dude. Um, well, hey, thanks for doing this. It, it'll be fun. Um, mostly country, by the way, folks. Uh, if you, give you a little spoiler there. Um how hard was it? It was a while ago, but how hard was it to get it down to 10? Because the rules are 10 songs. The rules are one artist only. You cannot double up. And uh, a lot of people that have done this podcast uh, struggle with that, myself included. Was there was there stuff that you left out that you just uh, killed you? Yeah, it's tough because when you do the one artist thing, because obviously I think any person that is passionate about their music or anything like that, like they – you know, you tend to like multiple songs by an artist. For me, yep. that was the hardest thing was to do one artist song. Because yep. I'm like, I'll be listening to like that CD and be like, well, no, that one's better. I'm yeah, like, yeah. Shit, this one's better. You know, <laughs> right, and then, right. um, no, it was it was pretty difficult. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Um, favorite concert you've ever been to? Is there one or two concerts that stand out for you that you've ever been to? Um, Aaron Lewis's. Uh, I went to House of Blues in Anaheim. And I think because of the venue being pretty small, yeah. And you know, I think that that made that really cool. Uh, and obviously, I like his music a lot too, and, mm-hmm. and kind of what he's about. But I think um, that one was probably the best, just because you're it's such a tight knit thing. Like they like you actually feel like yeah. you're just at a bar, kind of listening to music, not you yeah. know too oh, many yeah. people. And then um, I've been to a couple of Florida Georgia Lines, and like everyone that I've been to theirs has just been awesome. And I think that's just because you know Tyler's such a good dude and. Um, so nice. So that, that makes that, I think for some reason, maybe I'm a little biased, but I, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed all his too. Oh, you, you know, a guy from for Georgia line. Yes. Yeah. Tyler, he rides moto a bit here and there. Oh, cool. Um, been there and like actually got to meet him a few times and I hung out with him, you know, pre-concert and stuff, which was like that. I think that kind of, you know, like I said, it made me pretty biased on the whole situation. Hanging out with somebody pre-concert. That's cool. He, yeah, I felt I felt like one of the like one of the groupies. Like I was down though. <laughs> nice. Um, <laughs> how important is music to you? Like uh, I was telling somebody the other day. Like uh, I get a lot of people who listen to the podcast that that I do, and they say, you know, I'm at the gym and I'm listening to them, and I'm on the bicycle and I love listening to them, and I'm always like, man, because I've been on exercise kick lately. I know. Hold just hold hold. You know, everybody just fell down. But I cannot listen to podcasts when I exercise. It has to be music, um, and it has to be music a lot, airplanes music. Um, how are you? Is it something that's constant in, in your deal? 
Yeah, well, especially I think just racing my whole life, and then you're always on a bike or gym or doing something. And I think that uh, for me, it's always been music. And then, like honestly, lately the last probably six months has been music um, about fifty-fifty with podcasts. Oh yeah. Uh, if I'm you know if I'm going on a pretty long ride, like I'll just listen to a full podcast or you if will, I'm going huh? a pretty long run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just try to get through like or like uh, you know Joe Rogan's and, and people, especially with athletes that he has on there, and then random people that you get to like. I never would have ever thought like Dan Bilzerian was like any kind of athlete or anything mm-hmm. other than basically a party guy to listen to his podcast, and then you kind of get to know someone a little bit differently. Right. Not know him, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, and then I listen to honestly, like a lot of yours, like I've listened to a lot of the classics, like with the Coster and Bradshaw yeah. and Hannah, like just on a run. And it's just, uh, I don't know. My mind just dwells off into somewhere else with that. I can't, I can't do that. I try. Cause I got podcasts I got to catch up with, you know, that I fall behind and I just yep. gotta get music. I gotta use music. And, uh, anyways, yeah, that's not, that's cool. Um, you got a nice mix of old and new too in here. You got some really oldies, you know? Um, and, uh, I guess it takes you back to your your childhood, but you can tell us more uh, about that when we do it. Um, okay. All right. Let's let's get started. Uh, Fly Racing Racer X Podcast, presented by Maxis and Alpine Stars. McGrath developed the new Maxis tires, Will. It must be good. It's McGrath. It must be. That's it. Bottom line. I mean, you don't really... If, if McGrath has touched it, it's got to be good. Yes, absolutely. And uh, and Alpine Stars, what's your favorite Alpine Star product, Wilbur? Uh, man, that's, that's a tough decision right there. Like... I've used their knee braces a lot over the years. The, the Tech 10 boot and the fact that we have all these different colors now, I, I'm I'm a sucker for you know a, yeah, a yeah. nice colored set of Tech 10s. Right, right. All right, let's get uh, let's get started here. First song up, Will Hahn sound check. Let's get going and uh, see. by Chris Young. Why that one, Wilbur? Uh, it's that one. That one's like hits pretty close to home, and just like the whole the whole song is like my childhood in a way. Mm-hmm. You know, other than I wasn't Friday Night Lights, I wasn't playing football. But yeah. talks about like Granddad's uh, farm handed down. My dad ran the farm from my grandpa. We farmed. Um, real small town vibes, and always kind of felt like we were, you know, even my brother and I both, you know, just kind of underdogs, and mm-hmm. to hopefully make it. You know, there was never a plan that like we were going to do something. It was just hopefully because we yeah. I felt like a lot of times overlooked, and like just I don't know that whole song just um, like I said really hits hard at home and yep. makes it feel like I'm kind of back in Kansas. 
Well, if you think about yourself, I mean, you had a nice pro or amateur career for sure. I'd heard of you, so I'm, you knew that you were pretty good. But you had a rough start at Star Racing. You bounced around at MDK a little bit. You bounced around a few different things. You at one point you didn't have a ride. Like you had a, a unlikely and a tough road to your pro career that no one would have said, "Hey, that guy's going to be a Supercross champion." You know? No, no, and I honestly I didn't think so. Yeah, um, right. <laughs> you know, a lot of points were like we were going to U.S. Open, I think, in '09, and I was just like, you know, I don't think that uh, things are going to pan out. I went, um, we kind of went on our own on a Cowie, and I was like, yeah, hopefully I do okay, and yeah. go from there and right. you know, open some eyes. <laughs> yeah, for sure, and then look how it worked out, right? Um, yeah, TLD ride really, really started it, huh? Uh, that was it. If if they wouldn't ever come along, I yep. think that. Honestly, I, I don't know that anything uh, – like my career would have went uh, totally yep. – honestly, it probably would have went south. Like that whole yep. deal was a real blessing for me. Right, absolutely. All right, song two. Um, this is uh, something Osborne picked also, by the way, Wilbur. You and uh, nice. Zach Osborne share this one. Here we go. I was a highway man. Along the coach roads I did ride With sword and pistol by my side Many a young maid lost her baubles to my trade Many a soldier shed his lifeblood on my blade The bastards hung me in the spring of 25 But I am still alive I was a sailor, I was born upon the tide, with the sea I did abide, I sailed a schooner around the Horn of Mexico, I went aloft to furl the mainsail in a blow, and when the yards broke off they said that I got killed. But I'm living still I was a dam builder Across the river deep and wide Where steel and water did collide A place called Boulder on the wild Colorado I slipped and That's uh, Highwaymen by Highwaymen That's Highwaymen by Highwaymen um, this is Chris Christopherson, Johnny Cash, Willie Nelson, right? Somebody else, maybe? Yeah, Waylon Jennings. Waylon, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, now it's, um, for me, that's just, like, it was an easy pick for me just because, I, I mean, I've listened to that song, and I went to this, like, point of my music where I was, like, 16 and knew everything about anything. Right, and right, right. <laughs> I hated country and this and that, but, like, once I, I guess, matured, and then you kind of find out, I think all of us go through that phase and, um, really show out what you actually like and know what it is instead of it being like a fad, you know? Yeah. Um, or fitting in or whatever. But yeah, I think that this was just all the, for me, this is all the greats. Right. You know, you know, mostly of country music and something that started a, you know, a big path for them. And, um, I don't know. Yeah. Just yeah. everything about the song for me, it's just, uh, you ever watch like Walk the Line or anything like that? It's just uh, it's cool to to look at this at this song and listen to it and see how all these guys came together. Like you don't you just don't see that that much right. anymore. So did you start getting into this 
recently or a long time ago? And it's a childhood song after, say, 16, 18 or whatever you were talking about. Like, um, yeah, I would say probably around like 22, 21, okay. 22. Yeah, yeah. Somewhere there. Like it came a little longer later down the road for right. me and started listening to like older Johnny Cash. And, and you know, like I don't know, I like um, I was like Hank Williams, all these guys, you know, now right. that I've been around it and I actually opened my eyes to it instead of being you know, this punk kid, yeah. <laughs> well, it's actually really cool. I, listen, I don't know much about country. I'm not a fan, and that's okay, too, but I appreciate people who, who are passionate about music, no matter what it is. Um, it, there's a big debate with country music listeners, new or old, right? Like Highwayman and your next song are old, and Chris Young seems like a new country, so you can, can, you can obviously uh, bridge both eras for country music? Yeah, for, for me, it's... I mean, I know new country will never be old country, and I'm never going to, you know, argue with someone in that debate. Yep. I like both. Yep. I don't mind both. I can listen to both and be happy and, and it get me through the day, but I know a lot of people really hate the, yeah. this new version of country. And right. But it's kind of like that with anything, dude. You listen to old rock like Leonard Skinner. You listen to some – I don't want to say all new rock and, and anything like that, but most new rock is – it's kind of the same kind of thing. Like, it's not different. You know, it's yep. – it's a lot of machines. It's a lot of. It's not so much the actual, you know, raw version of a of a mm-hmm. person doing rock music. It's. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think I think it can be said for any genre. Yeah, it's. It's. I've said this on these sound checks before. It's. It's very d- disturbing how little rock and roll there is now. Um, I've, people have passed on a few new bands. Uh, Greta Von Fleet is one of them. Um, and, yeah. and, you know, there. But there's few and far between, man, and, and so it's depressing a little bit when you look at rock music. You know, like, like we grew up on and we know. No, I know, and that's yeah. the thing is, I feel like you look at it, and and like I said, it's any genre. I think yeah. that you look at it, and there really isn't that many people that are doing it. I would say, you know, the old school way of doing it. Like if yeah. you tried to, if they tried to make that kind of music that they made then with the equipment that they had then, yeah. it wouldn't even. I don't think it would even be relevant. You know, it wouldn't even hit the radio. Right, right. Uh, this next song, um, I think Osborne picked this one too. He might have picked a different song than this one. I actually listened to Zach's on here. Okay. It's kind of warming up to it, right. and I really enjoyed it. Yeah. No, I, th- I think he picked this one. Let's get right into it and see.
Derek Skinner, Simple Man. I, Osborne picked that one, too, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I'm pretty sure. I know he picked a Leonard Skinner one. Yeah. I'm pretty yeah, sure it was that one. Might have been Freebird. Maybe he said Freebird was the one everyone would pick, and he went Simple Man. But either way, um, why that one, Wilbur? For me, that's like what we were talking about. Just kind of brings you back to your childhood. Yeah. And I can remember listening to it in the tractor with my dad or in the truck with my dad or going to races with dad. And Was, my, Carl, you know, was Carl, a, Carl was a, uh, a Freebird fan? Yeah, I mean, I think so was my mom. Like, I remember, you know, being in her car and, you know, when CDs first started getting, uh, you know, popular when I was a kid and, like, driving around and you'd always look at, you know, I'd always check out the CDs that are in there. I don't know. Like, you're young and just curious yep. and it's like Steely Dan and Leonard Skinner and stuff like that where, for me, that's what I grew up on. And, you know, in the shop, I remember, like, it was yesterday, if we were working on bikes or whatever we were doing in our shop in Kansas, it was, you know, the local rock station. It was 104.3. Like, I can't I can't forget that. Yeah, and yeah. It would be, like, Van Halen. It would be Leonard Skinner. It would be all these bands that, like, that's how, I don't know, that's how I was raised. Right. Yeah, good stuff for sure. No, that's, that, to me, that song's just an all-time classic it will never go away you know no absolutely all right next one uh here we go song number four sound check with will hahn States by Jason Aldean. Is that how you say it? Aldean, I think, right? Yeah, Aldean. Yep. Uh, that one for me, is, it's uh, it's funny because, you know, it reminds me so much of obviously Kansas and then, but I mean, when you think about it, like how we fly every weekend and you're always looking down and I remember the first time I heard this was on a plane going to a race. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you're looking down, it's totally like that. Like flyover states, it looks down as just, you know, a bunch of, you know, mile by mile of dirt roads and, you know, a bunch of circles of crop with irrigation systems on them. And you're like, looking down, it's pretty crazy. And then, you, you know, you're flying state to state and thinking the same thing. Like, yeah. man, how would you live? How would you live in the middle of nowhere like that? And, but growing up like that and, you know, and seeing some of the beauties, then obviously we're pretty spoiled going to races and, you know, we get to drive from, say, the airport out to kind of the middle of nowhere to, you know, majority of outdoors. Yep. And uh, you get to see, you know, a lot of our 
you know, um, I guess country by, you know, roads that most people don't travel. And I think that that's, for some reason, yeah, that, that song really always just stuck to me to where I was like, man, that's, um, it's all so true, you know, and then it's it's me and you in first class making small talk at the beginning, but I don't talk to you normally. No, we don't, you know, yeah, we don't like to talk to each other. Uh, no. We're, we're on a lot of flights, actually, together. People should know that. Um, that I was on, a, I was on during Supercross, I was in first class, and Tomac came on, and he had the seat next to me. What are the odds? What was going through his mind at that moment, Wilbur, when he saw that he was next to me in first class? Probably the same thoughts when I sat beside uh, Mike Williamson a couple weeks ago. Oh, did you really? <laughs> yeah, I was like, are you serious? Right. Is this, is this, really, is this really happening right now? Yeah. I always, hey, I always look like I drove the circuit for seven years or six years or something like almost every race right box fan days so yeah i think about these massive cities that have millions of people in them and are so overcrowded and then i think about driving across montana or kansas or or oklahoma or whatever where all of these people could go like it is such a big country it is so big and uh, i know dude yeah it's crazy like go there people start a city there you know? I, I always thought that, you know, where, where people complain about that or oh, where I live, it's, you know, it's it's overpopulated. It's, you know, it's overly expensive. And, yeah. this and, that. and I'm like, well, shit, man, you got 150 grand. You probably buy a tough four bedroom house in Kansas. Pretty good. I don't know what you're going to do for work. But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I know sometimes. And, I, and like, I think about those. Like I, I like the, the living cities and I like the modern stuff, but. Sometimes I'm like those people. They're the they're the smart ones, man. They really are. Like they're the smart ones. They they uh, they have some land and they have a nice house and their cost of living is low and you know they can drive an hour to forty thirty minutes to a big city if they need to. Like I'm yeah. like yeah, those people maybe are the smart ones and we're the dumb ones. And that's that's the funny thing is now I pull myself out of that and, and you know I always think it'd be great to go back and, and don't get me wrong I would love to if it was feasible but. Um, you know, naturally not, and mm-hmm. everything here is at your fingertips and everything like that. But you know, every time I go back there, you know, I, I go on a you know on a two lane, and this guy's driving slow, and I'm snapping, going like one eighty five, like everyone else does. And yeah, yeah, yeah. You realize when you go back there, the slow pace of it, and you know how most people are majority stress free. I'm sure there's the everyday stress of life that, yeah. that no one can really avoid. But yeah, like yeah. for the most part, people are pretty relaxed. You yeah, know? And, yeah. Yeah, so I think you forget that pretty quick. Especially, like, I find, I live in Vegas, and it's a little different. I think it's different than SoCal. Like, I don't think there's anything like SoCal. It is such a go, go, go. What do you drive? Yeah. What do you drive? How big is your house? How much money you make? Yeah. I feel uh, society in Southern California. Oh, no, it is. Yeah. I did. It's funny because it was a couple weeks ago at the airport. I actually heard someone ask what they make, and I'm like, who even does that? <laughs> Who even does that? Like, why does it matter? Like, you can't be friends and make conversation without figuring out what this guy makes. Like, yeah. You just met. Right, you know? right, right. I was there, like, blown away. Like, oh, yeah. No, 250 grand a year, no problem. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no you problem. Know, it's like, what? Like, even if you told the guy, like, what makes it true? <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? You can say anything. Yeah. Uh, all right, song number five coming up. Uh, Will Hahn Soundcheck. Here we go. From down in Georgia Or just like me You're a die-hard Earnhardt fan And if you ever had a sip Of old Jack Daniel 
I raised your glass to sweet home Alabama And you could thank Dixie You can thank Dixie for that If you ever got a whiff of orange blossoms in the wind When they start to bloom in the spring And if you like your catfish fried With buttered grits there on the side And you swear that boy from Memphis He's still the king thank Dixie Jake Owen uh, with Randy Owen and, and Randy Owen. Basically, Wilbur, a massive call to all the things that old country people probably like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Uh, the, the funny thing about this song is it's a little bit, it's not old, but it's older than, you know, it's not super recent. 2006, uh, like yeah. Year. 2006. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the first time I heard it was last year at Redbud. I went and picked up AP from the airport and Colt. Uh, they, they flew in together from North Carolina and they're like, hey, you know, can you come get me? I'm like, yeah, no problem. Right. So go and grab him and Aaron turns the song and, and sings this whole song at the top of his lungs. Like, as soon as he gets <laughs> in the rental car. Right. You know, and, and uh, you know, if anybody knows AP, you know, and it was like from the heart, like loves it. And from then on, like, I don't know. I mean, I like country. I just had never heard it. Just, you know, overlooked yeah, yeah. it or whatever. Yep. And from then on, when it comes on, like, I'll text him or, you know, send him a photo of it. Or, right. you know, I sometimes, you know, occasionally a video of me, you know, karaoke. And uh, <laughs> he, uh, I don't know, right when he showed me the song, I was, like, fell in love with it straight away. Did you have, like, the complete, do you have just, is this one of those artists where you just have this song or do you have other stuff by Jake Owen? No, that's the thing. That's what's weird is I have, like, quite a few of his albums. Oh, okay. That's why I was, like, I was confused, like, when I, he goes, oh, you've heard... You heard you can thank Dixie, and I'm like, no, yeah, no, you know, I have, you know, maybe not far enough back. Maybe I was still, you know, being a punk ass kid. I don't know, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Looking back at it, yeah, I don't know why I didn't hear it, but yeah, I just never heard it. <laughs> Weird. Uh, all right, everybody. Uh, thanks to a uh, few people for listening to the Fly Racing Racer X podcast sound check with Will Hahn. We're presented by Maxis and Alpine Stars. Check them out as well. And we'll go to commercial break here and come back with uh, Wilbur's last uh, five songs of the sound check. And uh, heads up, the last song is very, very different. But uh, listen to this commercial from Race Tech as well. Save some money. We'll be right back after this. Race Tech suspension and engines, people. Pulpamex 18 is the code to save. Breaking through the limitations of OEM designs, Racetech specializing in high-performance suspension, parts, service, and setups, modifying stock suspension components to perform at the highest level. Discover why more top privateers trust Racetech, guys like the HEP Suzuki team, and many more in the pits use Racetech for their suspension and engines mods. Pulpamex 18, you can save using the code. Please check them out, Racetech.com. Do it. Maxxis Tires. From your bike to your truck and almost everything with wheels in between, Maxxis Tires will have you hooking up, pulling the whole shot, and beating your competition. 
One of the world's most trusted tire brands, Maxxis delivers high-quality tire products that perform no matter what the terrain or conditions. If you don't believe me, just ask the king, Jeremy McGrath. And we're back. Fly Racing, Racer X Podcast. Out, up on Stars, Maxis, Will Hahn, sound check. All right, Wilbur, next song. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. You got – now, you got this one with the technicality. You're like Blake Wharton. Blake Wharton used a lot of technicalities in his sound check uh, that I couldn't enforce, uh, and you also used that for this one here. Here we go. Jason Aldean song, which breaks the uh, breaks the rules for soundcheck, Wilbur. But as you said, it's with Luke Bryan. It's a duet. Yeah, it's got Luke Bryan and Eric Church in it. So I feel like that was like it was tough because it's technically still his song. But I don't know. It's such a great area, you know. Right. Um. Yeah, we can take it. Why? why this one's racing, right? I mean, is that what it makes you think of race, racing dirt bikes? Yeah, without a doubt. And I think this was a song, I mean, I didn't. I wasn't top 10 for the points too long, but um, like this is a song I felt like when I'd come out to you at a race, like this is what I like dreamed of feeling that when you go out mm-hmm. to the crowd before before the two or heat goes out. And this is how I wanted people to view me, you know? Right, right. Um, when you hear this song, that's, that's how I wanted people to think of me. And, and you know, like just never giving up and you know what we come from and, and giving everything you have until until everything's done doesn't matter what time or when you know so yep uh, uh, yeah. you, have you ever been have you ever been opening ceremonies yeah uh, well I was a lot in 14 okay but that's about it what'd you pick to come out to this song oh yep did you say that no. already when you're so, yeah, well, that's that's kind of why. Yeah, I didn't really say that directly. I should right. have made that more clear. But yeah, that, this is what I came out to in fourteen. And, okay. Um, and I think Brayden came out out to it before too, because I remember him talking to me about it and being yeah, like, yeah. "Are you going to come out to that?" And I remember us being like, "Yeah," because you know, even though he was Iowa and we were Kansas, but it, like it's it's just um, I feel like it kind of gives that same meaning. Like I feel like we kind of had the same mentality as right. far as that goes. 
I told this story a few times, but Chisholm doesn't doesn't like music, doesn't care, and he let me pick the opening music to him to come out to a few years back, and it was I picked Halen and one of my favorite Halen songs, and it's top ten moment of my life, Wilbur. There's nothing wrong with the good Halen song, dude. No, no, absolutely. All right, next up, a guy uh, that you spoke about that you know well. Here we go. Florida Georgia line. And I think that that one for me. Like, I mean, I think that I don't know. Every time I think about music, it either gets me motivated or reminds me of a good memory. Right, right. Like, right. I, think, yeah. I think we all kind of go down to that. Sure. And um, for me, like that was looking back at Kansas, being like, you know, I know everyone had my back at any time. Like, yeah, you know, I could. I feel like you could be coming from there and coming from a small town it was like you could kill someone and they'd still like find a positive out of it <laughs> and figure out you know like you're still doing okay yeah. okay let's move forward to this thing and that, that's just how that's how we were I know that sounds bad but I mean that's that's legitimately how everyone was back there like you could do the worst thing possible but yep. yet you still had everyone's backing and I think that for me I always looking back there and how we were raised and how how the people around me were like it was always such a positive environment and that that's what that reminds me of well well said all right next one here we go uh switching genres a little bit wilbur yeah i'm i'm, I'm a lot of control
Till it's gone, uh, Yellow Wolf, or Yellow Wolf, or I don't know how you say it, Wilbur, but... Yellow Wolf, yeah, you're good. Yeah. You nailed it. All right. Um, um, yeah. It's, like, way different than, I don't know, most of the... I don't know. I, I mean, I love country. I do like hip-hop a lot, and I like old-school rock. And I think that, um, for some reason, Yellow Wolf, for me, has always been someone I can go to and listen to their music. But for me, that's more like... You know, not trying to be happy or anything like that, but that's like more going to me. That was more going to the line, like yeah, kind yeah. of. Yep. It would motivate me a little bit more and get me kind of, I guess, in your zone or whatever you want to call it. Um, and for some reason, that song, first time I listened to it, we were, I think we were on like a some kind of we were on a boot camp type of week, and I was with my trainer and Travis Bright, and he put it on, and I was just like, man, like this is, you know, this is get me, this gets me motivated, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the same thing with that artist. Like, I listened to, you know, I had his albums and liked them and everything like that, but I just, you know, hadn't listened to that song in particular. And um, the funny thing about him is it's, you know, it's like hip-hop or rap or whatever, mm-hmm. but he's, like, full redneck from, you know, like, Georgia. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he's, you know, wears camo and real tree and has all this stuff on, but it's, <laughs> it's not country, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's cool. Uh, I've heard of him, definitely, for sure. Uh, all right, song number nine. Well, hold on, soundcheck. We are just zooming through this thing. Here we go. Sammy Adams. I got, I got so much to say. Just don't really know how to say it. All this hype. All this noise. I'm ready. Yeah, first stop. High school rookie, not a single fan, writing rhymes, playing hooky. Back around the time, Fred Durst got nooky. Couple years before my ass had ever seen pussy. Yeah, young Sammy with a fantasy. Found my mind first time I blew a grammar tree. Used to hate on my brother cause I didn't see. That good weed make a shackle man feel free. But they can never see that. Nope. And my music seemed weak Embarrassed to play my tracks Embarrassed to be me, yeah Stepped up on my levels on the beast Made a damn anthem for my high school team But no features Packed bleachers Hearing myself blast out of car speakers And that's when I started to believe And finally realized I should let myself succeed Uh, I should let myself succeed And when I leave the stage And the limelight And the groupie girls When the time's right And I fly home to my life, with my friend around me, yeah, the sounds right. When I leave LA, with my mind right, on the couch at home for the whole night. No drugs here, just love here, just love here, just love here. Just love here, Sammy Adams. Never heard of Sammy Adams before, Wilbur. Yeah, he's not really that big of an artist. Um, he has some albums and stuff like that, but it's not anything like massive. Mm-hmm. I think like when he came out with that song, shoot, it's been a long time ago too now. Um, but he hasn't had like a ton of you know massive hits or anything like that. But 
For me, that just goes back again. It's like for some reason, when I'm flying, every time I've heard that song, she talks about you know coast to coast flying and like you know leaving the house for the first time and stuff like that. I think this song was pretty close to coming out when I was like first starting to like kind of travel more and more mm-hmm. and on your own, and it just always kind of I don't know hit hard to home. I don't know. It's it's I feel like I'm like being a dead horse and reiterating, but like it's, <laughs> to me, it, it always just for some reason music comes back to me. It reminds me, like I said, of yeah. a positive thing or. Or something that you know either is real life or just somewhere that you can relate to. Were you uh, put the headphones on on the starting line kind of guy? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like I would be at the truck, and if I'd warm up, I'd throw my headphones on, and I really wouldn't take them off until I went to the gate, and put my helmet on. Right. Just another thing your mechanic had to carry for you, Wilbur. That's fine. No problem. Yeah, and sometimes I'd have earbuds and then an iPod. And then I think I ended up losing my iPod at a race. So then I'm like, I thought it'd be smart to have your phone, but the, no one can be trusted with their phone. No one should have their phone down there no. and have music. No, Because no. it's either going off <laughs> or it's, it's ridiculous. I'm like, once I got to that point, I'm like, okay, this is that. You're like, I got to figure this out. This has got to be a better system than this. Yes, much better. Right, right. All right, here we go. Last one, Wilhan sound check. Yeah. Yeah. What if I had a hundred million dollars? I fuck up some fuck up some fuck up some commas. What if I did fuck Madonna? What if I had two bitches that once with no drama? What if the whole world believed in Obama? What if Bill Clinton had never got head? But we pay attention to real fucking issues instead. What if Pac wasn't dead? In the thunder and rain? What if it all was champagne? If my mama was healthy? Like what if there wasn't no pain? What if these rappers could actually find their own lane? What if it wasn't the same? What if I did my own thing? Really said fuck it and we gets the grain. What if the world was crazy and we was the only ones sane? I don't know, I'm just saying, just some ideas I had on my brain. Uh. What if I could lose? What if you could win? What if you couldn't stop me? What would you do then? What would you do then? What would you do? What if I sold my soul? What if I lost control? What if I blew these ends? What if I let it go? What if I let it go? What if you never grew up? What if you never got old? What if you never fell off and rappers who had it just never got called? What if it wasn't no cops? What if it wasn't no haters? What if the Super Bowl ever came back to the Raiders? If Kobe would have left the Lakers? What if my homies was all living lavish? Pockets and bellies the fattest, enjoying all that we could manage. What if we all took advantage of everything life had to hand us? All lived in mansions, money for stash, and all had unlimited credit transactions. Sometimes I feel like it happened. What if by g Easy? Like I said, a shocker. He's very angry. Will Hahn, it's very unlike your other songs. Yeah, uh, I don't know. It's it's hard to say like exactly why. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I've I've got a lot of his albums, and I mean, I can listen. He's one of the few, like I think, like Jason Albin and him, like that I could throw the album on and listen to every song, and it just goes through, and I don't don't even think about you know either skipping it or or like I don't really fan of this one or whatever. Right, but right. I, for some reason, with his, I just enjoy it. And, like I said, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty strange with it when it comes to, you know, certain genres or whatever that mm-hmm. I like. I mean, I, I still like a lot of hip-hop and rap and, 
I love country, and um, I mean, country comes first for me for some reason. I mean, if I if I fire up my phone in the morning and go go outside or whatever I'm doing to go get a day started, I come putting that on first. But um, I do bounce back and forth quite a bit between that and, like I said, old school rock and and uh, country. I uh, I got I don't know 1,700 songs on my phone, and I just hit shuffle if I need music. I just I just go shuffle and then. You know, see what see what my phone gives me. Type you. I rarely go to an album or, or an artist. You know. Yeah, yeah, no, and, I, and I'm the same. And, I, and there's sometimes like on the plane or you know if I'm like relaxing or whatever, where I'll just um, you know I'll do the same thing, but go to you know genres and just throw in country and then shuffle and just let it do its thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, that's the thing. Is I think that um, music, I feel like means. I don't know. I think it's weird when someone says they like don't listen to music. Yeah, I agree. No, I mean, Chad Reed knows nothing about music, doesn't listen to music, drives in silence. How do you do that? I don't know. How does Chisholm say, I don't really care about music, just math as you pick? Well, that's what's weird. It's like if I'm driving in a car, like, you know, you you get a rental car on the weekend, you fly in and you're driving. If I'm driving for more than like five minutes without music, I'm kind of freaking out. Yeah, me too. Well, the first thing I do is, yeah, program the stations, the the serious XM stations. I just, that's it. That's the first thing before I leave that rental car lot. Yeah, I know, I know we've done it a few times too. We'll be driving, or you know, you know, you're talking and we all get in, and then you get going, and if it's like some silence for a while, and then you realize the music's not on, I'm like yeah. oh. panicking, hitting the buttons, trying to figure out what we're going to listen to. <laughs> I'm with you, bro. Music, man, everywhere, all the time. Yeah, whatever. Like I got a Bose uh, Bluetooth thing in my house, a speaker. I'll put that on. If, if I'm making the dogs breakfast or dinner, uh, music is on. If I'm, you know what I mean. If I like, it's just yeah. on. It's just something going in the background. No, I'm, and I'm exactly the same. That's that's funny because like if I'm if I have the grill on and I'm making something or if I'm like, you know chopping some stuff up on the counter, like I throw my phone there and yes. turn music on. Yes, absolutely, all the time. And like, I do. I would do that before I turn the TV on. For me, like I'd rather have music on and like and yeah. hanging out than rather than yeah. I, I don't know TV or whatever else is in the background. Yeah. For me, it's like yeah, go to, go to music sounds good. I'll put the TV on, Will, and then turn it to the satellite station that has music on. Like, you know what I mean? Call. Like, like I will put, yeah, I'll just turn the TV on. Then I'll be like, you know what? I don't want to watch anything. I got to work. I got to type or I got to do some emails. And then I will put the, the eighties or lithium or whatever on the, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, what's funny is like, even on the plane list, this, this is dumb. And I probably missed half the stuff in my book, which is probably why my school didn't go exactly <laughs> ideal. But like on the plane, when I read, I still leave my headphones on. Yeah, no, I do too. I do too. I, I okay. do I do okay, turn absolutely. it down a little bit. I do turn it down a yeah, little yeah. bit. But but yep. Yeah, like no. you don't want it to be super distracting, but I, I every time I read on the plane right now, like I've still left my headphones on and for some reason I still get everything. Yeah. I don't know. Me too. I'm saying You know what I mean? Yeah. No, it's I'll just, just miss a couple little things here and there, but not it's important stuff. It's just bizarre like how you can be like these guys that don't care or don't know anything or I'm just like, Wow. Wow, because music is makes you happy, it makes you sad, it makes you excited, it makes does everything right. No, and that's the thing is, it, and it can it can be into so many different moods that either you're in or you're looking for, or I don't even know. But like, you know, a lot of people say like country music for the most part is like, oh, my dog died today, and yeah. You know this and that, which and, and and you know a good a good portion of it is, but <laughs> there's a lot of it too that is so much like. I don't know, home roots type of stuff and family yeah. and, yeah. and you know, small town kind of vibe stuff. And I think that 
you know, for the most part. And same, same with rock. Like, it might not be making you go straight back to your childhood, but it, yet it is in the same way. And, I don't know, some of my best memories were in our shop working on bikes with my parents and there not being a, a future in it or anything like that. It was just what we did and what we loved. And yeah. I think that that's like, when I can listen to a song that brings me right back to that, like, it's, that's the best feeling ever. Yeah, no, I agree, man. And, uh, well, hey, thanks, uh, thanks for your time, man. I appreciate it. This has been the Fly yeah, Racing Racer X Podcast. Will Hahn, sound check. Thanks, Wilbur. No problem. Thanks for having me on, Steve. And uh, Fly Racing, Maxis, Alpine Stars, all of that. Uh, we thank everybody for listening. Appreciate it. And uh, we'll see you later. Thanks for listening to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show. Don't forget to check out some of our past shows, including motocross legends such as The Bad Boy, Rick Johnson. I looked down and my hand was junk. I mean, yeah. it was sitting over to the side. The tendons were jerking in weird places. And my biggest disappointment with Danny Storbeck is that he never said sorry. Because Danny and I were friends, and we've never talked since. Brian Lunas. Before the 500 event, Dave and I fly to Germany, go down to Stuttgart. There's this little shop out the back of the mall factory. We get our cylinders, take them back, and, you know, off we go. And, you know, we ran Nicosil Cylinders as a factory part for a handful of years before anybody ever saw it in production. Dave Arnold. And, and McGill was all, you know how he did the big pancake thing? Right. And, right. and he's got the thing, he's completely laying on the gas tank trying to miss his tree. I mean, he would have gone even harder, jumped farther if that tree hadn't have been, you know, yeah. if, if it hadn't have been there. The Hurricane Bob Hanna. I love the guy. I don't dislike I think he's the greatest competitor this sport ever had. Absolutely 100% in my mind. I firmly believe that statement I said about these modern-day guys in Switzerland or Holland or Belgium on 45 minutes on the same bike. You're not beating Roger. Are you crazy? They're not doing it. If they think they're so much better nowadays than they were in those days, they're fools. They're different bikes, different times. The Beast from the East, Damon Bradshaw. It got to the point where I didn't want to leave home, and once I got to the race, I wasn't into it. If I wasn't going to give 100%, I'm not going to take the money. The working class hero, Doug Henry. It was definitely an emotional moment for me, just thinking to myself, that's it, you know, and it's, it's amazing the stuff that goes through your head in a short amount of time of the things that, you know, that I was going to miss. The daughter, Ron Machine. Until you really open your ears and you want to listen to what they're saying, it's like beating a dead horse, I mean, you know. And I know from personal experience, did anybody ever sit me down? Of course they did. Everybody did. Go circuits, Mitch Payton. There's two ways to make the money. One is you can sign for money, or two, you can earn the money. I'm a high believer in earning the money. I think they ride better when they earn the money. Seven-time Jeremy McGrath. I was so mad, like so disappointed and so frustrated that I pulled pick and I left. Every point counts. I could kick myself to this day for not just riding around in tents. It's been no problem. My, my ego got in the way, you know? The O Show, Johnny O'Mara. Stuff that you could, you'd sit there if you didn't even want to ride it. You just wanted to just look at it all day. I mean, I got a chance to test all that. I like that era I was in. I really do. Search Pulp MX in the iTunes Store to enjoy these and over 800 great motocross podcasts. Hey,